Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything today. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today on this Wednesday, Farm Credit Canada is accepting applications for its Sustainability Incentive Program. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau outlined Ottawa's plans for plant breeding innovations and seed variety transparency. And we'll hear from Murray Scott, the winner of the first 620 CKRM Country Cookout of the spring. And the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. A Farm Credit Canada incentive program is now accepting applications. FCC's Director of Sustainability Programs, Curtis Granger, says the Sustainability Incentive Program, in partnership with the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Beef and McCain Foods, is open to eligible cattle producers and potato growers. How the programs work is um, FCC partnered with some industry-led initiatives. And if you're an FCC customer, you know, with lending with us, and either you have your CRSB certification or you are on McCain Foods Framework, you essentially go to FCC's website and you can apply and you're eligible up to a $2,000 annual incentive payment, assuming, um, yeah, you maintain your status on the certifications and the frameworks. All right, and uh, you mentioned uh, FCC members. Is that kind of the primary eligibility criteria for this? Yeah, the, the requirements for the program are, you know, essentially two things need to be true. Uh, you need to be an FCC customer and you need to be on the, either have your CRSB certification or have your, or your, on the framework with McCain. And um, if those if those things are true, then you can uh, participate in the program. All right, and uh, in terms of like uh, how this uh, program works in terms of the members when they apply and they get approved, just kind of talk a little bit about how this uh, benefits successful applicants. There's real work involved for producers to um, demonstrate sustainable practices in the industry. So with the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, when you kind of work with them and their and their verifiers, so Verified Beef Plus and uh, the likes of those, um, it can take a producer up to you know six nine months to to get their certification. And then uh, with McCain, um, kind of similar steps in, in there as well, where where the producer does have to you know do a bit of work to um, to kind of get on their framework. So since there is um, you know work involved for the producer 
on kind of the front end and getting their certification, we wanted to make sure the incentive program operates in a really simple way. So all the producer needs to do is essentially go on FCC's website and um, do the application, which takes five, maybe 10 minutes if you can't uh, find your certification paperwork. From there, you hit submit and then FCC takes care of the rest on the back end. So we take a look and make sure you're a FCC customer and we work with the third parties to make sure that your certification is um, is applicable. And then usually within about four weeks, essentially the incentive payment gets sent out back to the producers. So the incentive program really is meant to be a light lift for the producer because they've already done all the hard work in, uh, in getting their certification. Has active participation in this program been good in previous years? Yeah, so in 2022, uh, that was FCC's first year of launching programming in this space. So in 2022, uh, between the programs we have, you know, have out in there for customers to participate in, um, over 250 customers applied for the programs and FCC um, sent out over $350,000 to, um, to producers. So it was a really exciting year to, to get the programs off the ground. And uh, really what we're hoping for, you know, last year we would have been, I would say, uh, recognizing those producers who um, were already certified. So that was a critical year. This year, those same producers who have maintained their certification, they're eligible again. And then what will be interesting to see is, you know, the whole point of having an incentive program is to increase participation. So with us relaunching here in 2023, we'll, you know, get those same people likely we got last year and it'll be really it'll be really neat to see kind of the the new certifications that have came online to see how the incentive out in the industry is working. I also see an interesting note here in the news release about uh, increased consumer demand for certified sustainable beef in the marketplace so I could imagine that's a good sign as well as uh, demand for other things. Yeah so our beef producers and you know the products they put out in market we don't just um, you know those aren't just sold nationally they're sold internationally and there is a demand for you know quality sustainable products out in the marketplace and what we've heard from the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Beef is um, essentially supplies and keeping up with demand on uh, certified beef so we're hoping this program you know encourages producers to get their certification therefore increasing the supply of certified beef and we think it's a really important thing for the industry to do to you know have the best product in the world and, and continue to expand in those markets. That's Curtis Granger, Director of Sustainability Programs for Farm Credit Canada. Details are available at fcc.ca. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch. For Prairie 6 Inch Eaves Trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6 Inch Eaves Trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca. The federal government has provided an update on plant breeding innovations and seed variety transparency. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau made the announcement this morning. Canada has a rich history of agricultural innovation that ensures that our producers significantly contribute to feeding the world in a sustainable way. Today, faced with a growing world population and increasingly unpredictable weather conditions, we are continuously striving to increase production while protecting the environment and reducing our emissions. To do this, we must be open to innovation. In the plant sector, we have long relied on various breeding methods to obtain plants that are more productive, more nutritious, and more pest resistant. 
Gene editing is ushering in a new era for conventional plant breeding techniques. Applied to plant breeding, this modern technology can make very precise changes to the plant's genetic code. By directly targeting the desired characteristics within a gene with great precision, scientists can replicate the results of conventional methods with much greater efficiency and therefore much more quickly. There is a scientific consensus worldwide that these innovation technologies are as safe for animals, for humans, and for the environment as conventional selection. Moreover, gene editing is a tool that will help us achieve our goals of reducing emissions, protecting biodiversity, and productivity. In all the international meetings I have attended, support for these new technologies is widespread. In the context of climate change, gene editing is key in the fights against food insecurity worldwide. We will see seeds emerge with, which are more drought resistant, require less fertilizers or more or less pesticides, which reduce costs for producers and ultimately for consumers. We will also be able to produce food in regions that are more arid and vulnerable to famines. This is a highly anticipated announcement. Today, I'm happy to confirm that the Canadian Food Inspection Agency will be moving forward with the publication of its new guidance related to part five of the seeds regulations. This guidance is a clarification of what is considered a novel threat for a seed and it will support the development and adoption of such innovations in Canada. This science-based approach is aligned with last year's updated guidance of the novel foods regulations by Health Canada. There was never any intention to take a different approach. However, as these new guidelines were being prepared to move forward last fall, the organic sector expressed concern that they would no longer be able to distinguish between conventional and gene-edited seed, which could undermine organic certifications. That's why I made the commitment to protect the integrity of organic certifications. We brought to the table members of the organic and conventional sectors, seed companies, as well as representatives from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, and Health Canada. This technical committee, whose mission was to find a way to ensure the integrity of organic certifications, recently submitted its report to me. In response to the committee's recommendations, I am announcing today three things. That Seeds Canada will strengthen its database of Canadian seeds. The tool will now include all varieties and will clearly identify how different seeds are produced. The database will be accessible and easy to use, and the industry will work to keep it updated. Second, that we will create a government industry steering committee, including the organic sector. Its mandate will include establishing clear procedures for the Seeds Canada database and recommending control measures. The goal is to facilitate discussions as gen-edited products are introduced to the market.
And third, that on the recommendation of the steering committee, we will put in place monitoring oversight measures by the Government of Canada to ensure the accuracy and reliability of this database. That's Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibot outlining Ottawa's plans for plant breeding innovations and seed variety transparency. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. All seedings are set to begin for parts of Manitoba and Saskatchewan this week. Manitoba Provincial Pulse Specialist Dennis Lang says that into next week, we'll start to see the first seeders going into the fields. In Saskatchewan, Provincial Pulse Specialist Dale Rizula says he wouldn't be surprised to see growers in the southwest part of the province already seeding, as he has seen seeding activity outside of Regina. Last week, Statistics Canada released its first survey-based seeding intentions report for the 2023-24 marketing year. While the survey was conducted in December and January, two months earlier than in past reports, both Lang and Rizula agreed the estimates were fair representations of their respective provinces' plans for pulse crops. Grain Fox is now connected with the John Deere Operations Centre through John Deere's API services. The connection allows Grain Fox users to sync their Grain Fox and John Deere accounts, reducing data discrepancies and the time it takes to enter data on two separate platforms. By keeping track of their operational data in their John Deere account, producers will be able to easily bring data into their Grain Fox farm profile and monitor progress in real time. Recently, Grain Fox became Ag Data Transparent certified. This is especially important as the company looks to continue to grow their API integration partnerships. Their goal is to maintain a safe and secure platform for producers to use, knowing their data is their data. Canadian beekeepers are calling for Ottawa to reopen the border to the importation of U.S. packaged honeybees. Last week, witnesses at a meeting of the House of Commons Standing Committee on Agriculture and Agri-Food presented recommendations for what the government could do to resolve issues of honeybee health decline and bee mortality. The most recent risk assessment on the subject was done in 2013. It concluded there was a high probability of introducing diseases and pests into Canada due to importation of honeybees from the continental United States. Current regulations allow queens to be imported from Hawaii and California, but not package bees. A 2022 report from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada lists only Australia, New Zealand and Chile as sources of package honeybee imports since 2017. The European Commission has set restrictions until June 5th on imports of Ukrainian wheat, maize, rapeseed and sunflower seed to ease the excess supply of these grains in Bulgaria, Hungary, Poland, Romania and Slovakia. The EU executive arm said that during that period, Ukrainian wheat, maize, rapeseed and sunflower seed can be sold to any other country of the 27-nation bloc, except to the five countries which had complained the cheaper Ukrainian grain was making domestic production unprofitable. The EU had earlier liberalized all imports from Ukraine to help the country's efforts to fend off the Russian invasion. 
The five countries became transit routes for Ukrainian grain that could not be exported through the country's Black Sea ports because of the war. The Commission's measures also include a support package worth 100 million euros for local farmers in the most affected five EU countries. More than a quarter billion people in 58 countries faced acute food insecurity last year because of conflicts, climate change, the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, and Russia's war in Ukraine. The Global Report on Food Crises, an alliance of humanitarian organizations founded by the UN and European Union, say people face starvation and death in seven of those countries, Somalia, Afghanistan, Burkina Faso, Haiti, Nigeria, South Sudan, and Yemen. The report found that the number of people facing acute food insecurity and requiring urgent food aid, 258 million, has increased for the fourth consecutive year. While the increase last year was due in part to more populations being analyzed, the report also found that the severity of the problem increased as well, highlighting a concerning trend of a deterioration. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Deppin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, it'll be sunny and a high of 25 degrees. Tonight, clear and a low of 8 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny, winds from the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour, the high 24, the low 7. Continuing to be sunny on Friday and a high of 19, the low 6. Then cloudy on Saturday, high of 14, the low 7. Sunday, also cloudy, high of 19, the low again is 7 degrees. On Monday, partly cloudy, high of 20 degrees, the low 8. And Tuesday, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers and a high of 18 degrees. Normal highs is 17, normal low is 2 degrees. The sun rose at 5.30 this morning, and the sun will set at around 8.21 p.m. tonight. The hot spot in Saskatchewan is Maple Creek at 26 degrees, and the cold spot is in South End at 11. Looking around the province, in Estevan and Saskatoon, as well as Weyburn, 23, Swift Current, 25, in Yorkton at 21 degrees. In Regina, mostly cloudy, winds from the east at 9 kilometers an hour, temperature at 24 degrees, 75 Fahrenheit, humidity at 22%, and the barometric pressure is at 101.2 and falling. In Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy, winds from the east at 13, temperature 23 degrees. Once again in Regina, mostly cloudy, winds from the east at 9, and the temperature at 24 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Cattle market prices in Saskatchewan were higher last week. 
Provincial cattle specialist Fund of Froats broke down the numbers for the week of April 24th to 28th. The Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices reported by Canfax averaged higher last week compared to the previous week. Steer prices ranged from 346 per hundredweight for the 4 to 500 pound category to 244.88 for the 900 plus pound category. The largest price gain was in the 8 to 900 weight steers, which were up an average of 537 per hundredweight over the prior week, while the 900 plus pound steers were down an average of 162 per hundredweight from the prior week. And it was the 900 plus pound steers, which were the only category to uh, drop below the prior week. And on to Saskatchewan heifers, prices ranged from 324.50 per hundredweight for the 3 to 400 pound category to 244.38 per hundredweight for the 800 plus pound category. The largest price gains averaged 650 per hundredweight over the previous week for the 4 to 500 pound category, which averaged 314.20 for the week. And what were some of the factors uh, in the change in the market? Well, we're seeing limited marketings of feeder cattle while we have Uh, continued strong demand as we get closer to the grazing season. And this is due to projections of higher returns that are driven by the futures and also projected uh, price and increased availability of feed. And how did some of the other marketings do? So for marketings, Canfax reported 9,113 head of cattle sold over the week, and this is just above the 8,419 head of feeder cattle the previous week. And the prices for market-ready cattle, the Canfax price for Alberta-fed steers reported on April 28th was 224.84 per hundredweight, and this was down 226 per hundredweight compared to the prior week, which was at 227.10, and that was on April 21st. And Alberta cow prices were also up compared to last week, and this was for both categories. D2 cows increased on average 639 per hundredweight from the prior week to average 146.25, and D3 cows were up 489 per hundredweight on average to end up at 126.60 per hundredweight for the week. Funda Froats is the provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Murray Scott of Radville was the winner in 620 CKRM's first country cookout for the spring. Couldn't have asked for a better day than yesterday. We were outside. It was nice. Sunshine, not a cloud in the sky. His farm is about 112 kilometers south of Regina. Scott says it's a mixed operation of grain and cattle. Well, we farm about 5,000 acres here. We run about 200 cows. We just uh, finished our branding here the other day. They'll probably go out and pasture here about usually around the long weekend, very shortly after the long weekend in May. Hopefully, we can start seeding in possibly a week and go from there. We'll be seeding a little bit of durum and some canola and some uh, few lentils and maybe a little bit of flax. All right, and uh, how was calving uh, this year? Calving went, uh, it was a little 
a little rougher this year than normal. The weather was uh, against us a little bit. That last snowstorm hurt us a little bit. We lost a few, but uh, nothing too serious. Uh, just a couple, I think, and, you know, can't fight the weather. Absolutely, can't find the weather. It's kind of a win-win or a lose-lose depending on the year. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so kind of looking around the fields in terms of uh, soil conditions, what's it kind of looking like out there? I think we're looking all right. We're, we're good. We got moisture going into the into the spring, into the seeding this year. Um, hopefully it uh, we get some timely rains and keeps it going. And you'll have plenty of help, I assume? We never have enough help. <laughs> there's just the three of us and we get a little bit of help from a nephew here once in a while and that's about it so we're always short-handed once again that's murray scott the winner of 620 ckrm's first country cookout for the spring we'll be back in a moment here's the market updates with ryan young on 620 ckrm Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today, and it is the usual suspects. Canola is up $3.40 at $701.42 a metric ton, and number one red spring wheat was down $10.09 at $356.33. Rest were unchanged. Durham at $4.33 even. Feed barley. 347.58, chickpeas 1058.22, flax 541.98, lentils 793.50, oats 220.32, yellow peas 401.22, and feed wheat 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up to 7.95 a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 6:20 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now on the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 2nd. We had a regular sale on April 26th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.22 to $1.44. D3 cows sold from $1 to $1.20. Counter cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.90. Cents. Hefret sold from $2.05 and sold up to $2.15. Good butcher bowls sold from $1.45 to $1.65. We had our last pre-sorted sale of the spring on Monday. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $3.05 and sold up to $3.47. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged three dollars and ten cents and sold up to three dollars and forty seven cents. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars and nineteen cents and sold up to three dollars and forty seven cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged three dollars and twenty three cents and sold up to three dollars and thirty nine cents. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged three dollars and twelve cents and sold up to three dollars and thirty six cents. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars and ninety four cents and sold up to three dollars and eleven cents. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged two dollars and sixty seven cents and sold up to two dollars and ninety two cents. Heifers were thirty cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of six hundred pound black steers at three dollars and thirty five cents a pound, a load of six fifty pound black steers at three dollars and twenty four cents a pound, a load of seven hundred pound black steers at three dollars and six cents a pound. A load of 800-pound exotic steers at $2.92 a 
$2.50 a pound, and a load of 900-pound Angus steers at $2.53 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. The latest Saskatchewan pork prices are at $187.46 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report. Brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The governments of Canada and Saskatchewan are providing funding to enhance a program that helps deal with crop pests and nuisance animals. The feds in the province are providing $19.5 million to enhance the pest biosecurity program. The five-year program through the Sustainable Canadian Agricultural Partnership will be delivered by the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. Funding will be available to RMs and First Nations communities to provide resources to help deal with invasive agricultural crop pests, noxious weeds, and nuisance gophers, rats, and beavers. Those interested in the program can find more information on the SARM website or the Saskatchewan government website. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe says he's looking into whether Ottawa's emissions policy can be blocked in the province. Moe says Saskatchewan can't meet the potential requirements set out through Ottawa's clean electricity standards. The standards say emissions from electrical generation should be net zero by 2035, with conventional coal to be phased out by 2030. The Premier says he's concerned these changes could lead to the province being forced to close natural gas electrical plants in the province by 2035, leaving many ratepayers in the dark. On the markets, the TSX is up 26 points at 20,432. The Dow is up 37 points to 33,722. Oil is down $3.05 at $68.61 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.50 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM.